I'm back. It's one of those little uh, party blowers, everybody. Yeah, it's your boy back on the microphone. Celebrating a Michigan victory against a ranked opponent in the top 10. As an underdog. Oh, man. Where the fuck have I been all season? Um, I don't know. Not recording. Watching this shit. Having to deal with (laughs) just the worst time to be a sports fan in the history of Detroit slash Michigan, period. That's what I've been watching and dealing with. So, you know. Hey, we're here, and we all got a little high note because two of the teams won this weekend, Michigan and the Lions, both collecting nice victories. Uh, yeah, Harbaugh, his signature win, everybody, this, 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 that's his signature win, y'all. Sorry, I would try not to keep doing that, but it's... Yeah, it's it's cause for a celebration. We play these little things at parties and stuff. You know, I think we should celebrate Harbaugh actually accomplishing something <laughs> other than getting Jake Rudock drafted. Uh, if you guys are just tuning in, don't know what the fuck this is. This is the Amazing D podcast. This ain't Pop Talk. This is the Amazing D podcast featuring your host, Mister D to the R to the E. Mr. Dre Lowe, back on the microphone once again. So, you know, this show won't be very long. I'm going to let you guys know right now. I don't have a lot of content planned. Um, I'll I'll briefly kind of go through a, a few things and how I'm feeling as a sports fan here. But mainly we're here to address Michigan fan because, you know, they're getting a lot of debates with you know some of my friends that are Michigan fans. And I just want to know where we are as a program, uh, expectation-wise, uh, historically, those sort of things. Because I've been catching this notion now lately that I personally – would not mind to see Harbaugh gone. Hey, party. I wouldn't mind it. I'll tell you why. Basically, you know, this guy's paid, what, $8 million a year. You know, very expensive coach. Uh, but where are the results? This is year five, man. Guys. Have we seen any type of championships in the trophy case? I don't think so. How's that bowl record looking? Disappointing. But it's better than the Hulk years, right? Sure. I guess. The results are the same. So, and results to me are championships, Big Ten, playoff appearances, 
I'm going to ask for a natty. I don't need a national title. I would love one. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit up here and pass one up. But realistically speaking, you know, a natty is a far shot at this point. You know, the program just ain't there yet. And honestly, uh, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, even on the down year, LSU now, Georgia, I mean, look how far ahead these teams are. And, yeah, you know, you got other uh, great programs up there as well, too. And we're consistently around, you know, the top 20, top 15, sometimes in the top 10. But it doesn't translate to anything. Yeah, we had the one great season a couple seasons ago where, you know, basically um, – Basically, all the the chips were you know in front of us. Oh yeah, all our goals there, um, and we went into Columbus controlling that game and our destiny. And a few boneheaded plays were made to where, you know, it didn't end up well. And you know who's to blame for that? But Harbaugh, you know, he's the common denominator here. Just saying. Yeah, he's a great coach, and and he used to be right, but. I look at Harbaugh now, and I just think, you know, people always talk about, well, man, we had Hoak. Well, we had Rich Rod, which, for me, I personally think Rich Rod might have needed another year, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Go look at Harbaugh's track record, everybody. How long does he usually stay in one spot, tenure-wise? Parents Bridges. I think he gets bored. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with him. Go look at him now versus four or five years ago. Not as animated on the sideline. Dude look like he's been taking his happy pills before he gets to coaching nowadays. But, you know, I'm expected to believe this is the same guy. I'm really happy that they beat Notre Dame because, as I stated, that was the signature victory for Michigan under Harbaugh. You know, we heard all these things. They haven't won a game as the underdog. Uh, what, they were like 1-9 and nine versus top 10 teams or something like that. Yeah, you double that up and now you got two, which is, hey, you're getting there. Um, big spot, rainy game ugly game and you go out there and gut Notre Dame and thankfully because I don't have to see them nowhere near any college football playoff debates so you ended their season which is always going to be a grade A in my book so thank you for that Jim with the schedule coming up Michigan's probably going to roll up until they get to Ohio State and at that point they'll put us down and there's that Cause I don't know if you guys know this, but that team down south, clearly the best team in the nation, no doubt. I hate them, and guess what? They're fucking great. They're really good. But you know, you go down. You got Maryland coming up this weekend to the bye week, and then you got Beat State week, which. I'm not affording them any time on this show. One, it is the Maze and D podcast, even though I do talk about Michigan State. Um, 
holy fuck, what a what a garbage ass team. They is trash, bro. I I don't understand. I don't, I can't do it, man. <laughs> I can't I can't watch them, dog. They're so bad. But whatever. Yeah, you got them, and you got the trap game against Indiana. That that could be difficult. And then you go against Ohio State at the big house, mind you. So there's that. But yeah, we uh, they had a big victory, man. And uh, you know, I, I'm really happy about that. But it's been bothering me lately because. I hear this from fans, and I'm just wondering, like, damn, why aren't we expecting more? You know, I've always had this notion that Michigan was great, you know, that they were dominant, you know, historically. Obviously, contextualize that a little bit, and you'll see it's not as dominant as, you know, one might think. Uh, You know, you go back to way back in the 70s and stuff with the uh, Bo Woody error, uh, which is just basically Ohio State and Michigan trading the Big Ten. No real competition between the teams. Obviously, a lot's didn't change, which you got programs like Wisconsin and and uh, Penn State, who are here to stay, basically. Uh, Michigan State, and well, before, about four, three, four years ago, really great. Uh, yeah, so I mean, the Big Ten's been a little bit you know, obviously up, but it's now it just seems like it's Ohio State and the rest of the bunch. So, whatever. I, I'm not really going to focus on the historical aspect of Michigan. I'm morally going to focus on this decade, this millennium, basically. Um, you know, so I'm mean, I'm hearing this like this new common like thing where. Um, it was said on, uh, what was it, Colin Cowherd? I think Colin Cowherd's show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, Joe, uh, what's his name? Joe Platt, whatever, Joe Clatt. Yeah, Joe Clatt, sorry. Dude basically said Harbaugh wasn't hired here expect you know with the expectations of what the fans want. Well, at least fans like me want of you know competing with Ohio State, winning Big Ten titles, like basically he was here just to to keep us, you know, nine ten wins and nice and happy, right? And sometimes beating Ohio State because we're not there yet. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he was hired to get us there. You know, we flapped all these, all our gums about how oh Michigan was back, baby. Oh Michigan was going to be doing stuff and 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 start putting shit in the trophy case. You know what's sad? The fact that we still haven't been to Indianapolis yet. And for my uneducated uh, listeners, Indianapolis is where the Big Ten Championship is held every December. They haven't been there yet. Not yet. Haven't been there. You know who's been there? Ohio State. You know who else? Michigan State. You know who else? Wisconsin. You know who else? Northwestern. Like, really? <laughs> That's the game we playing, huh? 
We we just not going we just not going to make it and 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 win anything worth a while. You know who, who could go? Even though I, I know they're going to get blasted by Penn State in a couple of weeks. I mean, shit, Minnesota could go. <laughs> At least they they like they have the opportunity to go. You know, not saying they will because I don't think they will. But I'm just making the point that here's Michigan not going this year. It's not happening unless a miracle happens and Ohio State fucking dies on their way to uh, one of their lesser games on their schedule, Maryland or something. Not happening. Seeing the way they've been fucking bludgeoning teams. Not happening. So, yeah, we're not going this year. All right, whatever. Probably not going next year. Ain't got a quarterback. Unless Joe Milton or Dylan McCaffrey... You know, when they're starter next year, develop. Don't know. I can see very well one of them transferring. Don't want them to. Can't really play both of them. I like Joe Milton a lot, but I can see him going somewhere else, developing and being really good. Just to rub it in our face. You know? But yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. So, as these Michigan fans um, that, you know, kind of believe this whole notion of he wasn't hired here to do what Ohio State's doing or to put us in a position to where we are there, only, you know, be there every so often, from what I hear, you guys like being bridesmaids. Not the pretty one either. You like being like the the uh, the one that just, just got there because, um, you know, they felt sorry for her. That's how you feel. Eh. Or is that too harsh? That that could be too harsh. Here's more something for you. This this is a question. And I and I will contest this. Michigan is a upper tier brand in the world of college football, and Harbaugh has gotten us there. Which okay. Is the brand all we care about? Or does the on-the-field product also factor into that? Because from perspective that I have, if I wasn't a Michigan fan, I view Michigan as that loud guy that's in the room that talks about uh, accomplishments that, in the grand scheme of things that have no relevance to the conversation or the group of people that he's with at all. He's just there being very boisterous and 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 have shown that bravado. But when it comes down to compete, what does he do? He's usually always the guy that's uh third place, fourth place, fifth place. Not very good. Doesn't get the job done. Probably never will get the job done. So we can agree though, they are upper tier brand, right? My focus is on the field. So is Michigan just a brand and not an upper tier program? On a field, that means. Or are we a big brand and are we just good enough to be on the field, like a on the field product? Are we just good enough? We just takes time. It's not going to happen every year, but it's going to happen. We just got to be patient. It's a good question, honestly. 
if I told you that Harbaugh will be here for another f- three years. Let's just say three, right? I think he'll be here for a lot longer, personally. Let's just say three years. Let's say it's much of the same. We don't win shit. No Big Ten titles, not even an appearance. Does does that make you happy at all? It doesn't make me happy. Is this the Harbaugh and the success we were promised? I don't think it is. But, you know, maybe I'm being a little too negative. Maybe this Notre Dame win is the turnaround. Who knows? I thought Notre Dame was played very poorly. But we jumped them. We gashed them. We we played the game right. Because that was a fucking monsoon. And they killed them on the ground. They took advantage. They played up. They looked the best they've looked in quite some time. You know, 2016 was probably my favorite year. Because, you know, that was the year where everything just seemed right. And when we got to Columbus, I was so confident. And I haven't felt that confidence in a while. And, you know, the pick six happens in the end zone, and that's where things just kind of uh, fell apart. But, you know, I, I'm looking here, and then I we get to 17. It's a disappointment. They get, I remember the game, they got blasted by Penn State in the whiteout. Oh, God. Last year happens, and then we go on the revenge tour. You know? How did that turn out? <laughs> I mean, you know, Kawhi said it best. Great season, though. Ended poorly. You know, I just look at teams like, you know, all these other SEC teams and Ohio State and all this stuff, and I just think to myself, man, like, why don't you just kill for just a nice two, three-year run like that? That's all I asked for. Harbaugh could have done this years two through four. Fell off this year. Been average or, you know, nine, ten wins. And how you guys are happy and satisfied about uh, the rest of the, I know I said three years, so that would be eight. I'm going to say five. Let's just do a ten, even ten years. He could have done two or three year run where he makes it to the Big Ten Championship maybe once or twice. Wins one time. Makes the playoff hopefully gets blasted who cares they went got blasted they still went that would have been great and it still could happen maybe I, like I said I'm being too negative I don't know but I, I just really want to know you know from that last question is this the hardball and the success we were promised and I really want to know from you know, any fan that does listen to the show, let me know. Hit me up. You know my hit. Hit me up and let me know. I am going to take a quick break. I'm parched. We'll be back. Yeah. Amazing day.
Hey, I wonder if I would get in trouble if I did a fake ad read. I don't know. I don't have shit to lose, so I'm going to do one. This is just free publicity, I guess, so I don't have anything to lose. You know, maybe I'll rise one day as a podcaster. You know what else helps you rise? Get a little bit of that action. Makes you feel real good. Stiffens the competition. How about a little blue chew? An all natural dietary supplement that you can get discreetly. And you know what it does. You'll be looking like Smiling Bob in no time. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> this is this guy I watch uh, does a wrestling podcast, and he does he has Blue Chew as a sponsor, and consistently he's always doing that. <laughs> it's always great. Hey, hey, hey. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh my god! Kawhi Leonard, man, continues to be. Rising in my echelons of favorite players, dude. This guy is just, he is a walking meme. He is just, he's everything. Have you all seen the commercial uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, fucking old girl that plays Sarah Connor? I forgot her damn name. And Paul George, non acting ass. That shit is funny. I love Kawhi Leonard, dude. He, he's, he needs. I wish I can get him on the show, and I wish I could get him with Coach O. I have my Hummer. You need a Hummer? Just, man, they can come into my place, and we can just be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> just <laughs> chopping it up and shit. You know, that's just what I'm saying, dude. Imagine. Yay. I forgot about that drop. Imagine that. It be a <laughs> celebration, bitches. Alright, back to business, y'all. So, I'm going to reserve some judgments for Michigan. Don't expect me to talk about every game, though, like how I used to be. It's just not going to happen. I, I, I watch them play every game, trust me. But I there's, not, there's a lot of things to not talk about, to be honest. This year, I, I have been wholly afraid of how bad Shea Patterson has looked, but the last couple of weeks he's looked a lot better. So we'll see where the development continue to happen. Is McCaffrey and Milton that bad to where they're not getting this, or did Harbaugh just promise Shea the job and that's about it? It's just a lock, unless he gets hurt or absolutely goes out there and John O'Corns himself. Don't make me live that nightmare again. That John O'Corn was one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life, bro. Dude was straight doo-doo water. He was trash, my guy. Like, he made me... He, I was thinking, like, man, did they put me in the game? <laughs> I'll play NCAA 14, dog. He had to be, what, a 30 overall? Boy, he was awful, man. I swear, man. Like, 
he was a walking D minus is what he was. Straight up. Anyway, dog, I, I'm done talking John O'Corn, dog. Fucking trash quarterback. He was a transfer too, by the way. He actually came in before Harbaugh did, I believe. I'm not mistaken. I think. Because Jake Rudolph came in. And don't forget, Harbaugh did make Jake Rudolph draftable. And that's his second biggest accomplishment at Michigan. The first being Notre Dame. And that victory. Alright, guys. I don't really have too much more on Michigan. But, you know, I am going to reserve comments for them. I'm going to let everything play out. Because it's it's not totally fair, and I and I admit that it's not totally fair of me to just sit up here and um, straight not be patient. Basically, five years definitely you don't want it looking like this in year five. But maybe my homeboy is right because we had a good deba- debate about this. Give it a little bit more time. I disagree with this notion that who else you gonna hire? I think that's a not a mentality I want to have because I mean yeah Ryan Day was in staff but there's always guys you just got to be on the lookout and when people ask me oh well who you gonna hire I don't fucking know do I work do I work for the scouting department for this team I don't know if I did I'd be looking at every damn coach and I give you a few names then I'm not paid by the university not not anymore uh, at least but yeah, I don't fucking know. What do you, what do you, what do you want me to go out there and, and and look at every college staff in America and tell you, hey, this guy's this guy's the guy. You want me to go to every professional football um, co- uh, coaching staff and tell you who could be a really good guy? There's guys out there. They are. You just got to locate them. You got to identify them. And then you got to go get them. I guarantee that you can get guys for half of what you got Harbaugh for and get the same results that we're getting. But I digress. I'm going to give him time. I'm going to give Harbaugh to the end of this year, obviously. If they come out and get bludgeoned by Ohio State again and then lose a bowl game and then come into next year looking crappy, then we're going to have some more problems. And the hot seat turns on for me next year straight up they go out there and somehow miraculously beat Ohio State the hot seat is going to be extinguished and I'm okay because he went out there he got the job done he won something granted he didn't win a Big Ten title he still won a key rivalry game yeah Michigan State's always going to be my personal most hated rival because I have to deal with these people in my backyard talking shit to me as Michigan fan. But Ohio State's still still that still that fucking person. Still that still that thing we're chasing. So yeah. Beat them. I don't want no beating them on an off year. Brady Hoke style. Beat their ass. So where are we today? Detroit sports. Lions, mediocre. Like they've always been. Just mediocre. In the midst of, and I don't give a shit what no one says, and I'm I'm I can't I can't hate on him, just fake hate on him. I do hate on him sometimes, but you know, in the midst of Matthew Stafford putting up MVP numbers, by the way. Just throwing that out there. 
atrocious defense, atrocious running game, atrocious coaching staff, atrocious front office. Maybe I'm being a little harsh. Maybe atrocious is not the right word to use. Maybe I need to throw mediocre across the board, but the defense is definitely atrocious. The running game is definitely atrocious. Coaching staff, below average. Front office, average. Offense, above average. What a celebration, y'all. Detroit football Lions went out there. Um, the Giants game they gave up four touchdowns to Danny Dimes. Fantastic. Couldn't put the game away. Luckily, QB looked great. Without him, this team doesn't win shit. I'm, I'm done hearing the the guys a bum argument. I don't I don't want to hear that ever again. Because if you call him a bum, tells me you're a fucking idiot. I, and you guys can go back and listen, I was all up on him last year for how bad he looked because he has had bad seasons. It's particularly last year was really bad, but I've come to learn a few things and people really need to start realizing this. One, QB wins is not a stat. It ain't. I don't give a shit what you say. It's not a stat. It's not real. The QB doesn't play against the other QB in terms of they're not on the field at the same damn time. I'm beginning to realize more and more football is realistically all going to be a systematic thing. Yes, ability plays a factor into it. But look at some of these quarterbacks. Phillip Rivers has had terrible seasons in the wrong offense. Matt Ryan has had terrible seasons in the wrong offense. Dak Prescott has looked awful in the wrong offense. He looks pretty good this year. Looks good. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. But Tom Brady is also a system quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best arm talents of all time. One of the best mobile quarterbacks of all time. Hell, I'll throw that in there. He's a system quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger, a system quarterback. It's a system that you develop and you put your players in the best position to succeed. Some people have a great system. Some people do not have a system at all. Some people have a system that's so dog shit that it just makes even a good QB awful. It's a team game. It's an ultimate team game. And all I'm merely saying this is because like, I, I hate having to defend this dude even when he is mediocre. But... At the end of the day, I think it comes a time as a football fan that we should look at the grand scheme of things and that it is the ultimate team sport. All 11 guys matter. The quarterback is the most important person, sure. But that system is what helps that quarterback succeed. And as far as I can tell, this team just, where's the system been? Why am I 20-something years old and this team still has no running game? It's annoying, to be completely honest. I don't even think it's the OC. I think Daryl Bevel's done a pretty good job because I think that's why he looks so good this year, Stafford. The deep balls, great. But, man, where's this running game? Let's get it going. It's my Lions report. 
the Detroit Pistons. Derrick Rose is phenomenal. He's going to die this year, but he's phenomenal. The rest of the team, not so much. But the Pistons are watchable to me because I get to watch Derrick Rose go out there and look really good. Luke Kennard has looked good in a couple games. Andre Drummond had the good game opening night. They just need to key together some wins. It's one and two shit and losing to the Sixers without Embiid. It's not the way to go. It's not how we do things. It's not how a playoff team does things. It's not how a playoff team in the down east does things. You go out there and win the damn game. Got to sit here and watch all these other basketball towns be all excited because the NBA is open this year. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's open. Not for my team. How the fuck should I give a damn about the NBA if my team isn't good? NBA is open here. Look, it's going to be the Lakers, Clippers, or fucking Celtics or Bucks. It ain't open. You got those four teams. I don't believe in anyone else in this damn league. Yeah, the Sixers. Okay, I'll throw the Sixers in there. How about that? Do I want to throw Houston? No, I'm not throwing Houston in there. Harden and Westbrook? Yeah, I cool. I'm not throwing them in there. Just wait till they get decapitated by the Lakers or Clippers. Four teams. It's open this year. No, it's not open. Hey, the Warriors suck, though. That's good, right? I mean, I, I did root for the Warriors because I like their greatness and the dominance, but hey, all shit, all things come to an end, and their run is over. Fucking Pistons. I, I got to sit up here and, and watch this basketball team play in front of 15 fans in the damn Little Caesars Arena. Got 15 people chanting MVP to Derrick Rose. But let's celebrate though. Because basketball is back, baby. We get to watch my boy. Kawhi Leonard. Go out there and do his thing. Some people get to watch the Pistons, though. Just letting y'all know. You guys be so fortunate that you don't have to watch them at all. The Red Wings. You know, I I can't be too harsh on them. And I'm, I'm not going to. But, man, the little pixie dust beginning of the season. Start off, what, 3-1? and one. How many games they lost in a row? 7-8. All in regulation, too. Pathetic. It's because they're top heavy. Their top line is is pretty good. You got Mantha Larkin. Uh, you got Anthony Siu. Uh, but yeah, there's Pertuzzi, I guess. <laughs> Jimmy Howard hasn't looked really good, but yeah, his defense isn't really doing him any better. So there's that. But it is year one. Eiserman's first year. Hasn't even been a full year, really. It's only been six months and some change. So I will keep allowing this thing to get more time and see what unfolds. Hurt Zadina, who was the first round draft pick last year, isn't really doing too hot. He got sent down to Grand Rapids, which is their minor league team. 
Right, but we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Right, right. We'll find out. The Tigers don't deserve any of my time, so I won't even bring them up. That's your only mention of them. 115 losses. If you take each one of their losses and personify them, you'd have the number of average people that go to Tigers and Pistons games per game. So this is, as y'all can tell, I'm upset. I'm upset. Sports are supposed to be fun. I don't have fun. Not my teams. I have fun watching other teams. I'll tell you what. I'm going to be more entertained by watching the World Series and peeping this train wreck of a football game between the Steelers and Dolphins in just a minute. Football is in as or Detroit sports is in as worse of a shape as I know some of y'all don't watch it, but WWE wrestling. Well, look into that company, how fucked up they're doing. And, you know, I think it all starts from one single location or entity. How is ownership here? Do we have any good owners in this in this town? The Illiches, after Big Mike died, is Chris Illich doing it? No, no. In fact, he's getting dragged about the whole District of Detroit thing, but that's not what we talk about here. So, <laughs> Martha Ford. Martha fucking Ford. Marth Vader. I don't even know if she knows what the fucking Detroit Lions are. Can she remember yesterday's game? I best I guess not. What happens when she passes away? Which, I mean, knock on wood, but it's sooner rather than later is going to happen, you know? Unfortunately. But, you know, she's in her 90s, man. Last time I checked, you know? I don't know. Maybe running a sports team keeps you old. Maybe she's going to be 100. Maybe she's going to be 110 years old or something like that running an alliance. Or just sell it off to her sons and just be the figurehead. Who knows? Tom Gorris. <laughs> oh man, Mr. T shirt man. Chauncey. <laughs> Mr. T shirt man. I love it, man. I've learned one thing. I am a masochist. Because I love these teams, and I watch these teams, and I root for these teams. And when people tell me, oh, well, you know, I feel bad for Detroit fans or root, and they're from Detroit. I know, yeah, geographically, it shouldn't have to matter where you cheer, but holy fuck, I can't stand 
I can't stand some of my friends that cheer for other teams and, and say they grew up those fans. Like, fuck out of here. No, you didn't. Uh, people rooting for the Steelers and shit. People rooting for the fucking Lakers. Oh, I'm a Lakers fan. No, you're a fan of a, f- a few players that play there. You don't give a damn about their team. Get out of here. I don't know, man. I didn't mean to make that sound depressing at all. It just came off that way. But I will say I've enjoyed being back, talking on the microphone. Don't know when you can expect the new Amazing D podcast. Pop Talk should be coming back. Or who knows? These shows just might be fused because I did tease that whole big Pop Talk change. Who knows? Maybe... To lighten the mood up, we'll do sports and pop culture. Because I know you guys have heard about that Popeye's chicken sandwich coming back. I can't wait to get all up in that meat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to make that joke. But for real, Popeye's chicken sandwich coming back. Louisiana State University undefeated. New Orleans Saints dominate louisiana is winning baby man wouldn't i love to be a fucking louisiana person dog right now popeye's chicken saints bourbon street mardi gras fuck i need to leave (laughs) i need to pack my shit up and get out of here fuck it all right y'all well i do hope you enjoyed this Amazing D podcast. I've enjoyed speaking with you all and airing out some of my grievances. If you guys have anything to say to me, you can follow me at Amazing D at Twitter, Amazing D podcast and Instagram. My name is Dre Leslie. If you're ever looking for me, Dre Low for short, or my favorite, the Amazing D podcast Facebook page where I post memes and other shit posting content for your viewing pleasure because I am the mean Mamba. As always. I love you guys. Peace.